Summer's coming, Washington, D.C., and so are pesky mosquitoes. Don't let mosquitoes ruin your backyard fun. Call your local True Green experts for True Green Mosquito Defense. This science-based treatment will help control mosquitoes in your yard within 24 hours and keep your family and pets comfortable all season long. Save 50% on your first mosquito service by visiting TrueGreen.com summer or call 877-629-0092. Say goodbye to mosquitoes and hello to the perfect outdoor space for summer. Call True Green today this upcoming podcast is rated m for mature we use swearsies and talk about adult stuff all contents herein are for entertainment purposes only and all stated opinions views and jokes are those of the person making them and should not be taken as any sort of gospel listener discretion is advised everybody welcome back to the utah outcasts uh the one podcast that we try to entertain the pants off of you make you giggle a little bit if we can sometimes try to keep the uh the maudlin dialed down quite a bit but sometimes failing in that welcome to the uh the newest episode this is number 260 i'm your host x as always and joining me on the show is Kyle Steenblick, but since I'm doing this in post, shh, don't tell anybody about that. Uh, there's not really much to talk about here at the intro. Um, it's about the end of summer here in Utah, and I am very much looking forward to my children going back to school. I know, how can I be so mean? That's one thing that I've, I've really got going for me is I, uh, it's really hard to do this kind of stuff when the kids are out of school. Just saying, and try to have, uh, all the uh, the fun activities and everything. It's hard to squeeze in time to hit the recording booth. It's time to. It's hard to find time to meet up with all the friends. It's it's hard to. It's just fucking hard. Life is hard. People don't don't listen to me. My my problems pale in comparison to other folks. I I have a stable family, stable job, stable life, and uh, it, I just complain about not having enough time to do my fucking hobby. Sorry about that, everybody. Anyway, uh, this is the. This is the part where I kick you out to the first commercial and first little funny bit out there. Thank you all so much for listening. You know, check us out on Patreon if you haven't already. I'm going to say that here in the end. But we've got a lot of good clips for you this week and uh, should be a good time. We'll catch you in a minute. This is the Utah Outcasts. Hi, I'm God. And I just wanted to make sure to tell you not to listen to Unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. That's Unapologetics with an X at the end. But, uh, yeah, definitely do not listen to the show. I mean, I swear to me, I, I will murder my son. Uh, well, I mean, I kind of already did that, but uh, don't, just don't listen to the show, okay? Hey, Lucy. Can you, not, can you not call me that, okay? We already went over what my name is, okay? It's Lucifer. All right, look, Lucy. Uh, you want to come with me? I'm going to go fuck with this guy, Joe. No, don't, don't do that, okay? Can you just leave him alone? Yeah, I'm gonna kill his family. No, don't, don't do that. I'm gonna give him sores all over his body. Don't, don't, don't do that. That's disgusting. Yeah, I'm gonna kill all of his livestock. Just, you know. Stop, stop saying things. Just stop. Yeah, I'm gonna blame the whole thing on you. <laughs> uh, all right, let's go, bud. Remember, don't listen to unapologetics on Stitcher and SoundCloud. Hey, definitely listen to that show. It's awesome. It's really cool. He's really a dick. 
I heard that. Divine, are you a lesbian? Yes, I have done everything. Does blood turn you on? It does more than turn me on, Mr. Vader. It makes me come. And more than the sight of it, I love the taste of it. The taste of hot, freshly killed blood. Could you give us some of your political beliefs? Kill everyone now. Condone first-degree murder. Advocate cannibalism. Eat shit. Filth are my politics. Filth is my life. Take whatever you like. It's a story that's beginning with one million moms. So let me say how excited I am for this this item. Kyle, you're muted. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's going to be garbage right, right off the bat. Oh, you know it's going to be. The, okay. the boycott happy anti-LGBTQ hate group with only with only. I thought they'd be further up than this. They must have lost people because I swear they were higher than this. They only have 93,000 social media followers. One million, not even a tenth of a million, (laughs) has launched its latest campaign against Whole Foods. Which, I mean, have problems with Whole Foods as much as you want because organic shit is bullshit. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's just an expensive store. Right, and a, a lot more wasteful, too, so... Uh, for supporting Drag Queen Story Hour. Oh, that's what they have a problem with. Whole Foods supported Drag Queen Story Hour. Right, okay. Which, according to the article here, says, The delightfully queer children's library program where volunteer performers dress up to read books to kids. It's people in costumes reading books to kids. They have a problem with that. Ken Ham has a problem with that. Lots of these people have problems with that. And this time they're encouraging violence against everyone involved by basically saying that the program facilitates child rape. Are you? I mean, of course, of course they are because Christianity is going to lie, you know, Uh, in its usual overwrought and alarmist style. Oh, bravo writer here. (laughs) OMM (laughs) OMM writes a retailer. Let's do this in the mom voice. A retailer that once promoted organics and clean food is now saturated in absolute filth, exploiting America's children to be groomed by drag queens. Whole Foods Market is now sponsoring a drag queen story hour event to indoctrinate children into transgenderism and homosexuality. Their goal is to normalize the LGBTQ lifestyle. What's wrong with that? I mean, that's not what they're doing with this program, but what's wrong with normalizing people that are marginalized? Well, because they, they see it as a lifestyle, not as people. It's a choice, not something inherent in a person. Cool, cool. I always like hearing about transphobes and TERFs and all these other fuckers. Oh, these people. <sighs> like, just face it. Some people want to lick box. Some don't. It's the same way whether it is a male or a female, man or woman, or everything in betwixt. You know, not everybody is into the same goddamn thing. I like Star Wars and Star Trek. There's some people that like only one. What's the? I don't understand that. I don't understand those people. It's like the people that are like, I only read DC comics. I don't read Marvel. Be like, I don't understand those people. Either. Have you heard of Image? <laughs> or boom i mean there's a lot of other fucking things out there besides the binary that these people like how dare you fucking like something else that other people don't i something new <laughs> yes their their goal is the goal is to normalize the lgbtq lifestyle not for drag queen story hour but for all fucking humans involved with this program let's just say that so um 
Whole Foods Markets was one of the primary sponsors of Drag Queen Story Hour held in Atlanta, Georgia. You mean Amazon was one of the prime fucking people that did this then? Because they have so much fucking money, they need to dole it out. Anybody, yeah, anybody who, who sponsored or supported supported that, hey, good for them. Yep. Good. good. Uh, I'll go to Whole Foods <laughs> and buy myself a banana that'll cost $8. <laughs> Because it's not Whole Foods, it's Whole Paycheck. That's the joke, right? Womp, womp, womp. The disturbing events involve men dressed up as garishly adorned women. Yeah. Drag queens. Point. <laughs> Who read LGBTQ-themed books to young children under the guise of performing a public service. Look, man, if anybody wants to read to my kids, good. <laughs> I don't care what it is. You want to read them the Bible? Sure. Just get ready for some deprogramming afterwards. <laughs> some drag queens have admitted their goal is to groom the next generation and groom and scare quotes on that one. So, <laughs> um, I don't think that really means what you think. Of. Maybe to get show kids that are worried that you the mother of this family is going to flip the fuck out if they are truly who they are the show that like look we exist in the world we're out you know and you can be too just do it safely you know, <laughs> grooming they consider that grooming saying that you will be loved in this community you know sure sure i mean they're also they are they are also sharing their their art because it is it is a goddamn art. Mm -hmm. I don't have the fucking patience to do drag. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I love that there was a Simpsons episode recently where Marge was thought to be a drag queen. Oh, it was so good. Just so she could sell Tupperware. Oh, so good. Uh, if you shop at Whole Foods Market, you are also supporting child exploitation. So in this none too subtle language. Probably, but I don't think for the reasons you... None too subtle language. OMM is basically implying that gay, trans people, and drag performers want to have sex with children. Grooming is a noun defined as the action by a pedophile, or hebiophile, whatever you want to call them, uh, with the intention of committing a sexual offense. This is a disgusting insinuation that actually encourages violence against queer people and children. You yes. remember the armed protester that was arrested after terrorizing parents and children at a drag queen story hour in Houston? Not that, you know, one million moms would ever fucking recall that happening or anything. Uh, opponents of drag queen story hour have tried suing cities whose libraries host them, though the cases have been laughed out of court, like literally laughed out of court. Conservatives have also mentioned the event in political attack ads. Really? Come the fuck on. <laughs> All right, so... Please go ahead. Keep doing yes, that. Keep... I don't... Should vote for it. Exactly. Uh, the Amazon-owned supermarket chain, known for its natural and organic products, isn't likely to curb its sponsorship of Drag Queen Story Hour based on OMM's gross fear-mongering. Like most of OMM's outrages, they mostly want people to sign their petition and submit their email addresses so OMM can hit them up for money later. Wait, that's what people do when they collect email addresses? They want people to donate later? Like a newsletter? Fuck. I, I don't know. I've got some emails that people have sent us, but I'm not ever going to be like, hey, I need a dollar. <laughs> Donate, please. So, I mean, this isn't the first time that One Million Moms has done shit like this. They they fired off shit at Parents Magazine for having a same-sex couple on the front of it, an anti-smoking ad that mentioned 
erectile dysfunction, highlights magazine. Fucking highlights, really? What's next? Zoo books? <laughs> well, oh, yeah, after zoo books, we're talking about the gay penguin. <laughs> Scholastic books for featuring LGBTQ inclusive children's books. The show Roseanne for reboot for featuring a non-binary child. Oh, I've never seen the new Roseanne. There's a yeah. there's an NB kid on there. Cool. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was it the show kind of it was kind of terrible. But that's I thought a Roseanne reboot would be like. So uh, a Disney cartoon series for its brief scene of two men kissing. What Disney series would that be? Cartoon series. Remember. I don't know. I, remember. I watch a lot of Cartoon Network shows more than Disney shows, but. I remember, I know it happened, I just can't remember what show. It was pretty inconsequential. And uh, the fairy tale drama series Once Upon a Time, which hasn't been on the air for a while, for showing a lesbian kiss. So, And if you're wondering who the fuck the One Million Moms really are, just know that they're an offshoot of the American Family Association, the Tony Perkins organization. So, yes, these uh, these people deserve every bit of scorn that we give them that we've talked about here and the shrill voice that I imitated there. Not because <laughs> I hate women or anything, but because these people sound like that in my brain. Anytime they complain about stuff like, oh, my God, somebody reading a book to a kid. Like, yeah, so somebody please think of the children. Somebody please think of the children. Ugh. Well, they're trying to. They're trying to read them books. They're trying to read them books and show them that, hey, look, I may be different from you, but I'm still a human being. You know, God forbid we, we do something. Oh, wait, no, I said God. Uh oh, I can't do that, right? Because I have to be a super atheist and I can't, I have to patrol my own language, but I can't even talk about the stuff that I don't care about or don't believe in. It's just lighten the fuck up, everybody. Seriously, it's it's not that big of a deal for these people to come in a costume and read a book to your kid. And I know there's going to be comments, people saying like, well, it's more than that. No, it's really not. <laughs> That's about the gist of it. Want to get in touch with the Outcasts? It's easy. We're available on most social media platforms as Utah Outcasts. We're on YouTube, Reddit, Patreon, Stitcher, Spreaker. Well, shit, you name it. Uh, you can email us via mailbag at utahoutcast.com. You can always leave us a voicemail or text by using 347-669-3377. Or for those of you who are so inclined, click the Contact Us link on our website, utahoutcast.com, and we'll be in touch. Mod, in our movie, you lay baby Moses in the basket, then put it among the reeds, okay? Lights, camera, act, diddly doddly doodly action, Jackson! Flanders to God, Flanders to God, get off your cloud and save my Todd! <sighs> Yay! <laughs> Thanks, God. Oakley dokley. It's the firefighter prophet Mark Taylor. He calls himself a prophet. He looks like he's... Uh, I don't know, guys. I'm going to play the video here in a second. If you're listening to this on... Uh, podcast uh you really are doing yourself a disservice by not seeing how much of like a fat and mulleted tool that this fucking guy is and i'm fat if i can call you out for having a chin that starts but doesn't end <laughs> you're fat <laughs> it, it goes down into a collar but that collar is like three buttons open like wide open i mean 
George Lucas at least had the common decency to hide his waddle. But this guy just makes it look like I eat sticks of butter for breakfast because... <laughs> Oh, he's he's, he's B-word fat. Yeah. <laughs> I like to make a hush puppy sandwich, which is you don't actually need you don't need bread. You just put a whole bunch of hush puppies together. <laughs> I can't do that too much. <laughs> I'm dying here. Anyway, Mark Taylor. <laughs> Yeah, I'm fat shaming the guy because he's an evil fucking son of a bitch, and I'm going to make fun of him as much as I possibly can. And I'm fat, too, so please have at me. I need more comments for trolls. <laughs> anyway, here he goes. I want to put this warning out yeah. because God says specifically in his word, do not touch my anointed, but especially my prophets. Right. Does he really? Specifically? Did he say specifically? I mean, I, I... I wouldn't be surprised, but do not touch my anointed. I just put the wax on there. <laughs> I mean, there's really just... Uh, there's no chance whatsoever that people who are actually writing that just said that about themselves. Right. Uh, I, I just, like... He's, he's featuring this on a show called Into the Multiverse with Josh Peck. Which... What the fuck is this? <laughs> Which multiverse are we talking about? MCU which, or video game universe? Which version of Earth are we talking about here? Is this 336? Uh, six, 613 or... Uh, this is the one with uh, everybody has, you know, gerbils living in their asses. The batter. Mm -hmm. Got it. Galactus is coming. That's why everything's kind of going to shit, you know. <laughs> we haven't seen the Silver Surfer show up, but in this universe, that's uh, Trump. <laughs> The Herald of Galactus, Trump. <laughs> anyway, back to this dickhole. Now, here's what I want to warn people about. Mm -hmm. Well, they get on here on Facebook or social media, and they start tapping away. Yeah. And what they don't understand, Josh, is that God's going to hold them accountable. That's right. That scripture is applicable to that very thing they're doing. Absolutely. And they, they think it's, oh, well, I'm not verbally out there back in the <laughs> Old Testament, you know, or stoning a prophet or whatever the case may be, or stoning this person. No, you don't understand is that you, right now, God's accountability has just gone up a whole other notch because justice, as we're going to talk about here in a few minutes, yeah. is on the earth. Oh, yeah. And unfortunately... What the fuck does that mean, justice is on the earth? I have no idea. God's in your tweet, in your Twitter, reading your DMs. That's what it sounds like to me. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but I feel like it, it, they thought that sounded impressive or intimidating. <laughs> what I think is funny is that if you're God is like worried about what I'm saying on social media. Isn't this the same God that knows everything that you're going to say, do, and you know, all the, th he knows every hair on your head, you know, he knows what you're going to say or do or think throughout your whole entire existence. So therefore you're already predetermined whether you're going to heaven or hell or not. So why fight it anyway? You when you have that much of a God, it's a clockwork universe. There's no point in existing. <laughs> it, it's you're a cog is all you are. But apparently if you have said, if you say something mean on social media, God's going to judge you for that. I guess. I don't know. Forgive me, father, for I have sinned. It has been 13 days since my last confession. What have you done? My son. Well, I sent a picture of my of someone else's asshole to somebody that's trying to catfish me. 
oh, the Lord does thank you for your work in trying to stop the evil. No, he wouldn't thank anybody. He'd be like, that was you? <laughs> would be the priest. <laughs> I, I, I'm reading way too much into this. You're going to get caught up in that if you're doing that. And mm -hmm. if you're on there typing, don't think for one second, well, that's my First Amendment right. Yeah, it is your right. Mm -hmm. But you also have a spiritual obligation to keep it clean, mm -hmm. you know, for your brothers that's and right. sisters. And if you go on there and you start tapping on there, see, back in biblical times, if they tap, and fucking stick to one thing. Finish your thought before you jump into another one. And yeah, I like payday candy bars a lot. And you know, uh, Twix kind of has that thing going for him. But you know, Oscar the Grouch was really the best fucking Muppet that I've ever seen in my entire. Fuck you, Mark. Seriously, stick with one thing and finish it. Well, you can't. Is it? They're all. They're all. Christ. His wife all... must be the most unsatisfied person on the fucking planet. Like. He's not even doing the bi the biplane thing right. He's like jumping between everything. Like he's never spending enough time on it to actually get it somewhere. So, I don't know. I imagine his wife is clever enough to know where to buy batteries. Right. I'm mean, just saying that unsatisfied by him. He's eating more than pussy at this point. He's eating Oreos by the sleeve. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. He he couldn't manage a dick. Mm. And that's the easiest thing in the world. I know, right? It's like I'm piloting one right now. Don't get it wrong, people. I'm not piloting a body. I'm piloting a dick. That's about all this is. I'm six foot two of dick. <laughs> no, no, I'm actually not. <laughs> don't don't at me. Pack someone verbally. Maybe a couple hundred people would know it. Yeah, yeah. But the second you hit that enter button now, mm. it's going worldwide. That's right. Think of the implications of that. Now, when you're attacking that individual... Wait a minute. If you have zero followers on a social media platform or like 50 followers on a platform, it ain't going worldwide. Yeah, no, that's, that's not going to happen to everybody. I, I think I had one thing kind of go slightly viral with, I mean, not even like big viral, but like the at the gesture, you know, the, the hacker guy. He like retweeted something that I posted and uh, all of a sudden my fucking phone started going crazy. I'm like, whoa, what is this? I mean, it stopped after like 30 minutes, but still, you know, it's one of those things where you realize, wow, that's that's kind of crazy that shit can get out there that quick. Maybe that's what he's talking about. I, I don't fucking know. Yeah. Why don't you at at fucking Donald Trump? Sure. <laughs> he's like, he's serious. He's seriously like bringing down the wrath of God mm -hmm. over <laughs> mean Facebook posts and <laughs> angry. So God's going to hold you accountable. So before you tap on that enter button, you better think twice and pray and ask the Lord, hey, is this something I need to be putting out there for the entire world to see? Because right now, literally, you're going to be putting your life in your own hands at this point. <laughs> I don't think maybe God should better define his terms of service. Uh, I mean, I, I think Jack the, at Twitter did a better job of defining terms of service. But just like God of the Bible, he doesn't like actually hold anybody accountable for anything. <laughs> yeah, usually the minority instead of the... Yeah. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Mark. Mark Taylor, everybody. Hey, let's give him a round of applause for that. Mark does not like your angry face. <laughs> He's such an inconsequential and undeserving man of our attention. I can't help but make fun of him for it. It's just like how how bad does that make us? We're the ones poking at this dumbass, but at the same time, he's like he's on a show that's like into the multiverse with Josh Pick, talking about how 
watch out for the mean tweets because God's going to smite you. Yo, it's like, this is, this is my life now. This is, I hope you're entertained. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, I'm fucking entertained. Man. <laughs> oh, man. Mark Taylor's going to be so mad at us. <laughs> hey, I understood that reference. <laughs> we don't care where you catch the show, whether it be iTunes, Overcast, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, or hell, even YouTube. If you enjoy the show, even the slightest amount, all we ask is that you guys give us a subscribe, like, or share us with your friends. Without word of mouth, we'd have never become the show that we are today. An Arizona man has gone public with his despair over learning that his mother's body, which he donated to science, ended up being blown up by the U.S. Army in a blast test. You know, for science. For science. Science! <laughs> I mean, look, <laughs> when you don't, you don't get to dictate what the science is that it gets used for. Well, actually, with, with the form that they filled out for this one, I think they actually had the ability to to select what kind of science it would go towards. So uh, let me read some more of this here. Jim Stoffer shared his story with ABC7 of uh, Los Angeles in a segment that aired last Tuesday. Uh, Stoffer has not cared. Oh, sorry. Had cared for his elderly mother, Doris Stoffer, by, during her decline into dementia. When she died in 2013, at the age of 74, he decided to let researchers analyze her brain in the hopes of contributing to a cure for Alzheimer's. Doctors say that Doris did not have the gene for the disease and worried that it might have mutated. They hoped looking at her brain could yield new insights. But in the end, however, her neurologist couldn't accept the body, so at a nurse's suggestion, the family contacted the Biological Resource Center, which if you listen to last week's patron show, you might realize that those are the people that have actually got the body part warehouse that Kat Kerr likes to talk about in her weird shit. Yes, they did. Yeah, was a woman's head sewn onto a man's body, a bucket full of cocks. Uh, it was just all sorts of weird shit. Um, yeah. It's a local company there in Los Angeles that brokered the donation of human bodies for research. And according to the... Uh, Reuters report, Jim signed a form authorizing his mother's body to be used for medical research, but he checked a, but he checked a box indicating he did not want it used for military, traffic safety, or other non-medical experiments. I mean, I can understand your want to be for that kind of thing to happen, but at the same time, she donated her, well, I guess maybe she didn't have the option of doing so, maybe he did, but uh, you're donating, it, donating that to science. If they put me on, if they put your body in a body farm, that's still science being done. <laughs> you may not like the fact that your mom got blown the fuck up, but that's still science being done. <laughs> right. Well, Deadly science, I mean, but I mean. That's, that's kind of, that's kind of the, the harsh reality about this particular field. Yes, when you donate, you do get to make some request yep. you know don't don't use it for don't use it for you know a b or c but that's really just a request 
they are not limited. They don't. That's not, that's not like legally binding at all. Right. So BRC workers then detached and cremated one of Doris's hands and sent the ashes to her son. But the company never told Jim what happened to the rest of his mother's body. It was only in 2016 that Reuters reported uh, the reporter told him the truth based on the internal BRC and army records. BRC had sold Doris's body to the army for $5,800 before shipping it off to be used in the taxpayer funded research project. She was then supposedly strapped to a chair on some sort of apparatus. Ooh, this is getting sexy already. Um, oh, wait. And a detonation took place underneath her. Well, taking how you mean detonation it could mean a couple of things. Anyway, she got blowed the fuck up, let's just say, uh, yeah. to basically, this is Jim's quote here, to get an idea of what the human body goes through when a vehicle is hit by an IED. Because that's where warfare is now, <laughs> where we're no longer giant standing armies in fields shooting at each other with muskets. Now everything's done with improvised explosive device and drones and shit, so... All right. Uh, Reuters found that the army, against its policy, used at least 20 other bodies in the blast testing without the permission of the donors or relatives. So, yeah, okay. If they fucked up, they should pay some sort of penalty for it, or they should at the very least apologize. <laughs> right. But it's really not. I mean, the, <laughs> the, army, the army acquired cadavers from a supplier. That's, and that's that's really what right uh let's see army officials uh, involved in the research told Reuters that they never uh, received the consent forms the doc their donors or their families had signed they said that they trusted BRC's assurances that the families had agreed to let the bodies be used in such experiments and BRC which sold over 20,000 parts and more than 5,000 human bodies over the course of its uh a course of 10 years is no longer in the business. Stephen Gore, the former owner, pleaded guilty to fraud charges in 2015. That's fucking gross, man. <laughs> it's a noble thing for someone to donate their body to science, but the way that these people are making a fucking buck off of it. Yay, capitalism. All right. The, yeah, no, it's it's a racket. It's definitely a racket. So although Jim was featured in the Reuters report, he said very little about his feelings at the time. He was described as reacting with anger when learning the fate of his mother's body. He was quoted as only saying, it shocks me that the military was involved. They have deep enough pockets. I wouldn't be surprised about that at all. <laughs> However, Stouffer opened up to ABC. He showed uh, a film to the crew in the inside of his home, which is filled with photographs and other memories of his mother. At one point, he took out a small wooden box filled with the six ounces of her ashes he received from BRC. Every time there's a memory, every time there's a photograph, you look at that, there's this ugly thing that happened just right there staring at you, he said, tearing up. She will never be forgotten here. Well, that's where people should live on is up here. It shouldn't be looking at a box of ashes and be like, <laughs> I mean, I'm not one to tell anybody else how to grieve. I'm just saying that. And, and honestly, I, I'm I'm kind of not not very, but kind of pissed at this reporter. Oh, because they're they're playing the emotion card on all this what stuff. Was their emotion card. There was the dead mother card. Should we say? Uh, <laughs> I mean, if they hadn't told, if they hadn't told this guy, he never would have known. And now, to be fair, 
it is it is something that that he he probably should have yeah but there was there was a better way of it happening and but at the same time it was also you have to you probably should have googled what happens when you yeah. donate a body to brc well <laughs> you, you have to look at it if you're if you're reporting on something like this what is the value in telling what is the value in telling this telling right what happened to the remains of a loved one good point i i don't know <laughs> this this guy I, it sucks that this happened to his mom but at the same time it's i i'm gonna donate my body to science i honestly don't give a fuck what they put it towards because i'm i'm dead <laughs> it's not gonna bother me that much and uh, unfortunately, we have a lot of people that are still very much tied up in the whole, you know, death and finality of it and everything. So I don't know. Yeah. I'm not a man of yeah. a bunch of words when it comes to the stuff like this. And just like, I'm dead. That's a pile of meat. You can use it for whatever you need it for. Are you hungry? Have a bite. <laughs> Did you know that if you're not a Patreon patron, you're not getting the entire show each week? It's true. We record a whole hell of a lot of extra stuff each week that if you're not beyond the veil, you're missing out. Starting at the $1 and $2 levels, you can immediately gain access to the secret patron shows that some folks need to wait a full half year before hearing. From there, we hit the $3 level where you get additional episodes that we record about once a month uh, where we zero in on an adversary to the show. But for the best value, we suggest the $5 a month level where you get the full uncut episodes that come packed with about an extra hour worth of the Utah Outcast crew laughing at jokes to the rest of the world that most people won't hear or talk about things that only the patrons will get to chime in on. That means that for each month, you get about four additional episodes worth of content for you to enjoy along with the other rewards. So what are you waiting for? Donate today. Check out patreon.com slash utahoutcasts for more information. <laughs> Pretty good trick, eh? I want to hell. You know what Winston Churchill said about that? If you're going through hell, keep going. You know what the devil said about hell? What? Welcome to hell. Who gives a shit? For your hell. Matt Powell has a, another short little clip that I meant to get to a couple weeks ago, but I've been kind of neglecting it because I just wanted to see how the other one did. And yes, everybody's very much interested in what Matt Powell has to say still these days. Just, we just can't. We just can't let him go. Not through his official channels, because, I mean, you could always go subscribe to his stuff and watch all of this and make your own jokes. No, you guys come to us for this. <laughs> All right, so this is Matt Powell with his church full of a. You see four heads, not four heads, but you know four heads in this crowd, where he couldn't even right. fill up the front row for the fact that he was filming this whole thing. Be like, hey, brothers and sisters, I'm. I would really like it if we get everybody to crowd up front here so that it looks like there's more people in the crowd. Nope, not even doing that. Not even trying. Anyway, here's uh, here's Matt Powell with this video called. Follow your heart, in quotes. Stupidity debunked. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. And there's another agenda that's being pushed in the public school system and in the music industry today, which is, you know... It, which, which one? Ooh, edgy. He's going after the music industry. Well, public school oh. first, and then uh, music industry. Like, wait, what? What? Come on, man. And he's bringing down the whole industry. Pick one. You know, if you're in a public school, you'll know that, you know, you got the music playing constantly. Follow your heart. You know. You do. Public school music playing constantly? 
fucking school did you go to? <laughs> I don't. He went. I brought my disc man into class with me all the time, but my teachers pretty much left me alone and let me listen to my weird shit because they realized I was still doing the work and paying attention. You know, as long as he's not being disruptive about it, no one cares. Who's ever heard that that phrase? Follow your heart. I. It's a pretty common. Pretty phrase, common Matt. phrase, Matt, and. The fact is that you had to bring up that other thing to segue into this instead of just starting off. Has anybody ever heard the term follow your heart? You could have went with that. You could have. No. So bad at this. <laughs> Why is he so bad? It's like, I need to buy a bunch of single Oreos so I could take off the cap of one of them and put another one on there and make it a double stuff. Hey, Matt, you know they sell those in the store. That's lies. <laughs> Doing it the hard way. Just go to your audience with what you want to fucking talk about. You're the you're the fucking guy in the, in the lectern. You're the guy that's up front doing all this. You you control the narrative. So bad at it. I hear it all the time. You know, just follow what feels good. And I was in a debate one time with this guy who knows raging atheist. Oh, Nakasuchi. Yeah, I know Raging oh. Atheist. <laughs> Who uh, isn't actually going by that name on YouTube anymore. He changed it thanks to prodding from folks like us where we're like, hey, you, I mean, you may be an atheist, but the, all your content, you're just pigeonholing yourself into doing the one thing. So, so yeah, congratulations on not being the Raging Atheist anymore. You're now a Raging Atheist going by the name Nakasuchi. So, yeah, yeah, I know about Raging Atheist. Some of you guys got to know. You're right, right. I was in a debate with Raging Atheist one time. Which is why... I mean, it really... Debate. No, the, the one that I saw was he was on Modern Day Debate with uh, uh, these two together. And apparently, like, Matt said they were going to talk about something else. And then when he came to the argument, he wasn't ready for that kind of argument. So there was a lot of fallout and shit that happened on that one. You know, bad means and ways of, of this whole debate happening. It was a... Uh, it was a shit show, to be sure. Um, but this is also why this is an example of why you don't debate these people. No, be they're dishonest. Because they're dishonest and they're going to use it against you and a way for them to use your actions against an entire group of people. So I'll, I'm all well and good making fun of these fucking people. But when it comes to debating them, no, I have nothing to debate with Matt Powell. And I asked him, I said, well, where do you get your morality, man? Like, you have some type of final authority that you look to? Is it Charles Darwin, Ernst Haeckel? Do you How about the fact that it makes you feel a certain way when you do the good things, and it makes you feel bad if you do the bad things? That's called following your heart there, buddy. <laughs> why, is it, why, is it such a, why is it such a hard concept? Why is it such a hard concept that to, to think that everybody has a of inherent sense of fairness and right and wrong. Well, because once your prefrontal frontal cortex develops to a certain point, you d are supposed to develop that little bit of empathy where you realize, oh man, all the bad shit happening there could very easily be happening to me, therefore I'm going to make sure I don't do the same thing to somebody else, you know? It's right. called being able to put yourself into those situations. That's why kids are fucking terrors, because it's me, 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 until they develop that sense of empathy and they go, oh, shit, I was a horrible fucking person growing up. You're lucky if your kids ever say that to you.
<laughs> yeah. Well, and it's it be these are these are behaviors that have been demonstrated demonstrated in in just about every social species yep. from primates to dolphins and birds you know we tend to care for each other because that helps the rest of our species survive yeah it's not uncommon it's not unique no all right so what's it going to be matt you follow richard dawkins guy who believes that pedophilia is okay who do you follow the, the quote was like about a little bit of mild pet, pedophilia or something like that. It was a stupid thing for Dawkins Very to say. Very stupid thing, but and he was mostly talking about boarding his, school. <laughs> his his own experiences, so it was kind of personal. Well, and on top on top of that, uh, no, you don't, he's not <laughs> moral authority. On you don't ask an evolutionary biologist what everybody's moral authority is on shit. Jesus Christ, that's like me asking um, Starscream for the best way to get, like, stains out of uh, white t-shirts, you know? <laughs> hey, Starscream, how do, you, how do I get this Kool-Aid stain out of here? What Kool-Aid stand are you, did you visit? <laughs> yep, I miss you, Chris Lotta. <laughs> that was more Cobra Commander than Starscream, because... He had to hit a higher register, and I can't fucking do that. <laughs> anyway. And he, he responded, he says, well, it's about what I feel inside. Valid response. Yeah. Uh, okay. And tell whoever's masturbating into the microphone to stop doing that, because all I'm hearing is thump, 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 thump. It's like, you got a really irregular stroke. But can we always trust our feelings, folks? For the most part, that's one of the only things that you can trust. <laughs> about. You could be completely wrong about your feelings, but you have those for a reason because your brain, not your consciousness, your brain is taking in all sorts of signals all the fucking time and making lots and lots and lots of decisions for you. Right. I, you know, hey, you know, there are people who don't have feelings. You have, you know, sociopaths, psychopaths. Yeah. Completely different set of feelings. And it leads to not good for other people around them. Right. But at the same you time, know? for the for the most part, following your following your feelings is a good thing. You know. I, I agree. You know, life isn't a Hollywood movie where they, you know, trust your feelings, Luke. You know, it's not uh, search your feelings. You you know it to be true. And that was him talking about Vader being his dad. Uh, this is the kind of guy that would be like, he would say, Luke, I am your father, like not quoting the movie. The I mean, he already did, didn't quite the, quote the movie. It, and if he's talking, he's used that like Obi-Wan voice. Like, are you trying to say, use the force, Luke, when he's launching the torpedoes into the thermal exhaust fan on the Death Star? I just fucking hate this man. <laughs> God, now I'm doubting. Now I'm doubting. I'm doubting my feelings. You know, two hundred thousand times. You know, I think he did say. I think he did say, "Trust your feelings, let go." Uh, but, oh wait, you, yeah, know, you could be right. Yeah, it was like you know, a, a kind of a one-time, a one-time thing. But that's not not unusual. Yeah. But well, while we were talking here, let me see. Quote: mm -hmm. "Trust your feelings." Trust your feelings. Huh. Let's see. 
Let's see. Trust your feelings. Obi-Wan, the only quote in Star Wars not to live by. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it's pretty thin. I mean, I, I can find something here that... Yeah, but... Yeah, could be wrong. Yeah, hang on. Trust your feelings. Okay, so he does say just trust your feelings, and that's when Luke does, like, the tapping on his headset thing, because he's hearing voices, you know. Mm-hmm. All right, well... I stand corrected, Matt Powell. Bravo. <laughs> About trusting our feelings. The Bible says there's a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the way, the end thereof are the ways of death. Fuck your book. <laughs> fuck your book. Um, and if it uses the word seemeth, triple fuck that book. <laughs> God. So, <clears throat> and then- <laughs> he ends it with a cough (laughs) again you are controlling the narrative that you're putting out into the world matt you're control you're in control of this and you couldn't drag the little fucking thing over like just one little click and then move over and then not have to have that little bit at the end there god you you suck so hard at this hobby. <laughs> you and Fry can bumble around together while the rest of us give up and make peace with our various deities. As for me, I'm an atheist. Oh, nobody's father who art nowhere. I know you can't hear me. Completely ignore this prayer. Nothing art thou, and nothing will thou ever be. Jesus was just a man. Amen. Kirk Cameron. Uh, has come out with a confession. Uh, former child star and evangelist Kirk Cameron claims that atheists hate God because God has a moral standard. Yeah. Except that he can break that as often as he likes to. <laughs> In a new video promoting his upcoming movie, Unstoppable, Kirk Cameron attacks atheists, but the attacks are weak minded, as is Cameron. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Guys, guys. Not too bright. See, yeah, I mean, I think being on the set of um, what was it? Left Behind kind of got to him. <laughs> All right, let's see. Not many people know this, but I am a recovering atheist, says Cameron. I, I'm not even going to try to do his voice. I, I don't believe you, and I don't know it because I you've never demonstrated how you were an atheist. You know, because atheist is somebody, everybody, that has a lack of belief in a god or gods. That's it. That's all that is. And here, of course, he's going to try to steal manas. Let's see. I want to share a secret with you, he said. There are two things you must cling to by faith to be a good atheist. Yeah, see, that's why I don't believe it. Faith and atheist. Okay. Okay, so, shit, how does this even work? Uh, Let's see, there's demons. Um, Fuck, we're smart people. We can figure, we this, can out. figure this out, right? Um, you must cling to by faith. Faith is where I'm having a problem here. I don't have the faith like these guys have faith, where it's like, I believe the book of this to be true. I believe this book is the word of God. Right. And, right. and you have right. to have faith that Jesus died for your sins and that if you don't accept him, you're going to be going to hell. I don't have faith in just about anything in atheism. <laughs> Well, that's because, because it, is it, doesn't, a- it doesn't work. That doesn't work at all. 
So what are the two things you need to cling to by faith to be a good atheist? There is one is there is no God. Yeah, that's 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 not not a faith statement. That's a the fact that you can't demonstrate that your claim that there is a God to be true. So therefore. You can't prove it to us. So and number two, I hate him. I don't hate God. Why would I hate something that doesn't exist? <laughs> let's, let's, let's think about these two things. <laughs> First, there is no God. <laughs> and I hate him. You have to have faith in both of these in order for you to be a good atheist. <laughs> How does that even fuck? That doesn't work. Kirk, you're stupid. <laughs> There's, doesn't work. There's no two ways about it. I- I hate this thing that I firmly believe does not exist. And here he continues. Have you ever noticed how many people are so angry at someone they say is not even there? No, I'm, I'm, I hate the fact that my family forced me into religion. I hate right. the fact that I got circumcised without my permission, you know? Well, and I, and I think you'll also find that people who, people who are, who actually have that anger are the are those that have not lost that belief right the people that are mad at god are the ones that are actually still christians at uh, or whatever the whatever their belief may be and they're just mainly pissed because they can't make the fact that something bad just happened to them coincide with the fact that this thing in the sky loves them so very much and wants everything for their happiness and mhm because those two things don't work and it causes a lot of fucking problems in people. So. Right. And it does, it, it does. When you, when you begin on that, on that path to losing that faith, to losing that belief, it starts out, it does start out as anger. Yep. And it's justifiable. But as, but your the anger goes away as the belief and the faith. Mm-hmm. And you eventually you get to a point where you're like, God, what was I so worked up about? <laughs> okay. Uh, number, not number two. He says any more, he says more here. Uh, I mean, why do they want to shut you up from talking about God or your faith in public? Because I don't want to see your dick in public either. Kirk, there's things that you should keep to yourself. And that's one of them. Well, one, it's it's annoying. It's annoying. I don't want to hear about God in in public because you don't want to hear me talk about Thanos all the time in public. You know, it's it's actually kind of rude. You don't want me to talk about how fucking awesome all the pictures I've seen of Bowsette are. I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, uh, uh, there's certain things that you don't want to talk to me about. I mean. If I came up to you and said, so, Kirk, what do you suggest? Do you suggest the three inch um, diameter dildo or which one would you suggest? Balls or no balls? I mean, are we, are we talking one that has a suction cup for the wall or are you just going to like do it on your bed? And so it just hopefully has a heavy base and everything works there. Batteries, no batteries, t- twisty head, tw- no twisty head. What what are we talking about, Kirk? You would probably scream and run the fuck away. That's not because you hate those things. It's because you just don't want to talk about them because they don't belong in fucking public. Just like your mass murdering fucking deity that you believe in. Jesus, man. Okay. 
Why do they want to take your take down your videos from Facebook and YouTube? Oh, because most most of the time it's full of you know hate or you know non cited material that you, they let Christians seem to get away with a lot more often these days. Uh, mm-hmm. and, well, he suggests two reasons. One, they hate his moral standard. God doesn't have a moral standard. He doesn't. He's guilty of just about everything he has punished other people to death for. So, uh, mm-hmm. raping? Hey, guess what? Mary didn't want that kid. She, he just said, boom, you got a fucking kid in your belly. And then, let's see, he murdered lots of people. Um, he's lied to people. He's been, he's coveted before. I mean, there, there's, there are many instances of God breaking his own Ten Commandments. So there are no other gods before me, uh, except like in your book, there are other literal gods that there are like false gods, you know, anyway. And two, they hate the way he is transforming the world, even in the midst of tragedy and suffering. Religionism is on a decline, Kirk. Yeah, it is. No, um, but, you know, OK, I see where you're going with this, but it's not it, it's not the. It's not the deity. No. It's not the deity we hate. Yeah, Greta Christina wrote a really good book. Um, What the hell was it called? Uh, Why Are You Atheists So Angry? 99 Things That Piss Off the Godless. Uh, It was a pretty good book. And she gives 99 reasons why atheists might be angry. And the article states here, as for uh, God's moral standard, that's laughable. The God of Abraham, the same God that Christians, Jews, and Muslims all worship, is a misogynistic, moral monster that lacks any moral standing and apparently approves of rape, incest, genocide, slavery, and among other things, unsavory and decidedly immoral acts. So, there you go. (laughs) So, in fact, the article says here, uh, according to Dan Barker, former evangelical preacher and one of the leaders of the free, no, he's the clergy project is what he runs, uh, God is the most unpleasant character in all fiction, and it is not a source of moral authority about the Bible. Uh, As for Cameron, previously has he expressed some immoral God-inspired marital advice, even once arguing that the key to a successful marriage is a submissive wife. Because he alluded to Colossians 3, 18, 19 says, wives, submit yourself to your husbands as is fitting in the Lord. And Kirk Cameron explained his conservative Christian views on marriage while speaking with the Christian post. At the time, Cameron said, wives are to honor and respect and follow their husband's lead and not to tell their husband how he ought to be a better husband. When each person gets their part right, regardless of how their spouse is treating them, there is hope for real change in the marriage. Forget being somebody. You're an archetype now. (laughs) You don't get to be an individual. Oh, my gosh. So uh, bottom line, uh, according to this article here, says uh, Cameron's Christian based marital advice is yet another demonstration that his imaginary God's moral standard is ultimately harmful and morally inferior to rational, secular humanist views. And no, I'm not mad at God. I don't believe that a God exists, or nor did I believe one ever did exist. If anything, it was just a construct made up in people's minds, and it's something that people need to get the fuck over. That, that's yeah. not all I got with that one. If you're a new listener, just type in Pentagon tested gay bomb on Iraq. They considered, no, they didn't consider using it. They've used it on our troops. In Vietnam, they'd spray PCP on the troops, Jacob's Ladder. <laughs> you think PCP? 
some horse tranquilizer something. <laughs> they got stuff that'll whack your brain permanently. Brain chips in the trips. They give the trips special vaccines that are really nanotech that already re-engineer their brains. Now, there it is, the gay bomb. Look it up for yourself. I mean, this is what they're, what do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. And I'm not saying people didn't naturally have homosexual feelings. I'm not even getting into it, quite frankly. I mean, give me a break. You think I am like, oh, shocked by it, so I'm up here bashing it because I don't like gay people. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. Do you understand that? Serious crap. I'm sick of being social engineered. It's not funny. All right. We have a video that was making the rounds in our chat room uh, that's on uh, Slack. It's a uh, Utah Outcast on Slack. You can find us pretty easily. Just join. We'll have you have a lot of fun there. Uh, this is from the McFiles, the MC, no, the McFiles, and it's with its bad graphics and everything. He's talking to Tiffany Fitzhenry, which, uh, I, she's crazy. Uh, not, not saying that because it's a she or anything, but because she literally says some of the craziest shit I've heard on this show that you folks know that we listen to a lot of crazy shit. This one is particularly crazy, and I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and get started. And I'm not being ableist by calling people crazy. So Looking forward to it. Right. Okay. Yeah. So here it is. We're being programmed, like I said before. And so I won't say where I've, where I've been doing some editing, but I've been uh, doing some editing at a place where a country music star uh, owns this facility. Okay. It doesn't really narrow it down in no. any way, shape, or form. No. Okay. Okay. And so the folks there who work with this person were showing me lists of words that they get. And this is a massive, massive country music star. Okay. Massive country. So not very massively known and huge. And uh, I, I give country music shit. I mean, I, but. All right. Lists of what? words, words that you're supposed to use in songs. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. She didn't really say what she was editing or doing. There are lists of words that they get that they have to put these words, certain words into their songs. On whose authority? I mean, what? I mean, you can go and listen to you don't have to call or you never call me by my name from uh, shit. What? I'm it's an old country song where he was like, well, you know, this is, would be a country song if you would actually include, you know, the train drinking beer and being drunk in your pickup truck and stuff. It's like, that's kind of the trope of country music is all of those words that you're talking about there. It is. Yeah. I mean, that's, and, and then, there is, there is a little bit of something to that. They do have, they do have, you know, lists of, of specific phrases that they do try to work into most of their songs to i don't know uh stick to the genre i don't know if you don't use those words you're not country anymore i guess well it's like how you it, icp wouldn't be insane clown posse without talking about clowns the dark carnival circuses uh killing people killing bigots you know uh, there, there's a lot of things that make it that brand you know and just because they have a list of it doesn't. What does that have to do with fucking anything? Okay, okay. 
This is no these are spells. Oh, gotcha. Okay, spells to do well. Wow. This is we are being you know, and if you've ever wondered why does every country music song mention alcohol? I have indeed wondered that because drinking is delicious and fun as long as it's done right you know because people can relate to being drunk when they're broke you know because you don't have much more to do than to get drunk or i don't know but it's not Hmm. it's not exclusive to country music by any means no no have you whiskey but um i mean i think there was a study done that said 90 percent of country music songs in some form or fashion mention or make reference to if not outright be you know drinking and you know there there is been a great illusion put over us and music is so powerful it music is so powerful okay it won't. i'm still like waiting for the point here. yeah i know music is powerful i'll drop there's a reason it's been around since our species has been around because we like it yeah <laughs> somebody found out that you no know, this stick makes a sound and it makes a different sound it's when pleasing. you hit it. different sound when you hit it on this rock and if you hit them in order they sound kind of neat and the people need to really understand that uh you know it's like you go back to when the when you can hear a shitty squeaky chair in the background <laughs> This. Oh my god. Can she get to a point? Music scale was changed, right? Do you know about this? How the music scale Tell um, us about it. Tell us about it. Well, there's a frequency that is sort of the god frequency. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Man? So, musical scales frequency. Well, there's a relation. Uh not the same thing. No, I I was seriously wanting to drop in like a red dwarf reference about the fact that holly in his millions and millions of years that was waiting for the radiation to subside came up with music that was done on a note scale of 10 notes making the scale instead of the eight so or what's it do re mi fa so la ti do so eight and he added two extra notes into there that he just made up on his own is like bo wo ti do or something like that and (laughs) <laughs> so he had whole symphonies done in decimal, you know, it, it it's just your typical Grant Naylor kind of humor out there. But that's not where we went at all with this. We went to God frequency. You know. Holy shit. Is she going to tell us what the God frequency I is? I fucking hope so. And then there's a frequency that's sort of just off from that. Back, I think, in the 20s or 30s, it was a Rockefeller or Rothschild uh, make sure you bring in the uh, the, the rocket right, Rockefellers yeah. and the Rothschilds because you know you got to make it a conspiracy. Designs system that became our scale of modern music, and it's it is nope no no, no they did nope 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 no nope 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 nope. Are you trying to say that scale of music didn't exist prior to the twenties? No, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> have changed have not changed at all since since they were developed how many hundreds of years ago yeah (laughs) 
every musician that wanted to play the song that they just thought of again had some sort of way of writing down the notes that they had played, you know. Even before we had modern scale that we have now, there were other crude and rudimentary ways of doing so. Mm -hmm. It's called tablature. <laughs> that that slayed. That fucking slayed with some people out there. <laughs> anyway, this lady. Off from the real resonance that it's just a scale down. So we don't realize it, but all of our music is tainted in this way. Holy shit. Get to a fucking point. Our music is tainted because it's a scale that's off from the God scale because my muck conspiracy theory thinks that that's. Yeah, not the, not the God scale, the God frequency. But now we're talking about scales. But I don't think she really knows what they are, what that means. I don't know what she's talking about. Um, and sounds. You know, it has a powerful influence and a powerful effect on our bodies, on our minds. We're 75% water. And so when you, you know. That's a non sequitur. <laughs> Where did that come from? Losing <laughs> me. Vibrating. It's vibrating water. Is that where we're going to with this? I mean, I don't know. Does water have I... memories? I mean, what, what are we talking about here, lady? I have not been this poor since I actually musical <laughs> theory. When something reverberates through you, it changes your DNA. Oh, <laughs> uh, so between like Rick, not Rick, Rick Joyner, Rick Wiles saying that if you eat veggie burgers, it's going to somehow change your DNA to now music is going to change your DNA, specifically this country music, which is a witchcraftian spell because they talk about drinking. I am really trying to make sense of this whole fucking thing, and it's just yeah. not. It, it's unintelligible yeah. bullshit. <sighs> this is what happens when people talk about things and they have no idea what they're talking about. And yet... And I think she mixed like three or four different topics, three or four different subjects, and she just pushed them all together as if they had anything to do with each other. Which they absolutely did not. Aren't you Patrick Starr? Yep. And this is your ID. Yep. I found this ID in this wallet. And if that's the case, this must be your wallet. That makes sense to me. Then take it. It's not my wallet. Nephitos of Morphu, or Morpho. He's a bishop in this. He's a Cypriotic bishop uh, that has always made ridiculous claims about LGD, LGBTQ people. And if you listen to the patron show last week, uh, you might have heard him talking about if a woman is, has anal sex, the baby will be gay. Um, that's not how that works at all. Is, is that just at any time or while, while she's pregnant? Oh, while she's pregnant. If a pregnant woman has anal sex, the baby will be gay. We could test this, can't we? <laughs> Certainly. <laughs> oh, man. So this guy. This fucking guy. It, the group Accept, which is an LGBTI uh, Cyprus, has released a video taken at the same speech of the, the Nephitos guy claiming that holy men are able to tell a man is gay by smelling him. <laughs> what would well, yeah. what would that smell like? You know, product? Uh, um, no, he's going to smell nice. Yeah, has probably some sort of... Uh, 
nice cologne about them or, you know, just something about them that smells pretty nice and yeah. clean clothes. It's not going to be some, it's not going to be what all the nasty fucking assholes out there that you're going to joke about. It. Oh, it smells like uh Astro glide and Dick. You're like, no, no, it's just, they don't smell like Axe body spray, but, uh, this Bishop guy, uh, I bet you, if he was to know the smell of Dick, he would definitely know it. So, <laughs> so he told the story to illustrate this nonsense about a, very quote very handsome young man see and a holy mm -hmm. monk and he said as he walked by the monk said to him young man i need to tell you stop what you're doing he said and the guy said what am i replied the young man this sleeping around you'll catch something a disease and die young you should repent there is joy in repenting no there's no nope Nope, no no joy there. That's not fun at all. That's no as sexy for me. No. <laughs> How do you know what I've been doing? Replied the young man. God showed me, said the monk. As you walked by me, you had a nasty smell. These acts that you're doing, laying with men, have a specific stink, which I recognize. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, what does what would the stink be? Come on, give me give us an idea. How, how, how do you recognize the smell? It's like this mm -hmm. the smell thing that you have at the planetarium where you can kind of smell what a planet would smell like because they have that's one of the most predominant things on that surface. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Weird. Um, this is how holy men receive information from God from scent. You get information from God. Through your olfactory senses, which are worse than your eyes, which are pretty shit to begin with. Wow, man. <laughs> so he went on to tell his flock that the young man was helped by his family's prayers and he stopped his axe. And then everyone stood up and applauded. <laughs> yeah, Alex, I'll take stories that never happened for 500, please. <laughs> uh and it ended off with that, his story saying, the young man now smells wonderful. Because he smells like dick. <laughs> it's okay. You can like that smell. I mean, I mean, the alternate, the alternate <laughs> version. It burned to shower after. Right. You know, I'm not actually sleeping around, mom. Mom, I'm not fucking around. No, I don't have a boyfriend. No. Just didn't shower after I went for a run this morning. I stunk. God. <laughs> so after international mockery, the bishop defended his comments about pregnant women by saying, I expressed the position of the church and the position of the saints that butt stuff equals gay kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least it's not come guzzling worms that we had from like UAE, you know, that you have to constantly feed them. Or and at least it's not the uh, the flaming buttholes of justice that you get from <laughs> Pastor uh, David James Manning, but yeah, uh, that's a little bit of a wacky story. I thought everybody might appreciate that one. That sure, you sure. can. Uh, what their obsession? What is their obsession with finding with figuring out how it's caused? A, a lot of these folks are just not okay with things existing without them having a reason for existing. So when they talk about. God and God is the universe and everything exists because God is the universe and whatever the fuck else they think be like, let's just take the God part out of there. And it's like, Oh look, it's the universe. It always existed. <laughs> yeah. 
the fun part is they have they have a built-in explanation for everything. Yeah, because but they're book. <laughs> to appeal, they refuse to appeal to that explanation, and it's something they don't like. Oh yeah, it's the big book of multiple choice where uh, I'm I'm not actually going to pay attention to anything you're saying. Uh, right. It, I'm going to find things have, that go yeah. with what I want to believe is true. Five hundred. They have five hundred different theories for how people become gay, but never once do they entertain the idea that maybe God did it. It works for everything else, but not this, not this one. one. No, or maybe everybody is, you know, er gay. You know, you are gay. Like they, there's, it's there. <laughs> but people sometimes just be like, "No, nah, I'm not going to act on that. No, nah, I don't care that much for it." You know, or it could be, I, I don't know. But it just follows back on the. It always has existed. It always will exist until our species ceases to exist. So. It's just don't need thing. reasoning for it there, guys. They really, really don't. They really want one. And it smells like garlic? No. I love the smell of garlic. Has to be a nasty smell. Um, jupe. That's what it would smell like. It'd smell like jupe. Because <laughs> I am your dad's best friend. <laughs> well, that about does her. Wraps her all up. And it was a pretty good story. Don't you think? Made me laugh to beat the band. Parts, anyway. I guess that's the way the whole darn human comedy keeps perpetuating itself. Down through the generations. Westward the wagons. Across the sands of time until we... Oh, look at me. I'm rambling again. Well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail. Say, friend, get any more of that good stuff? All right, folks. Well, that does it for us this week. If you haven't already, please make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any of the content that we put out there every week. At least two things on the uh, the podcast streams every week. Better yet, become a patron and don't miss anything. Put a t We put a ton of stuff out there, especially weekly live streams that are eventually going to be making their way over to the audio format, so keep an eye open for that. Uh, head on over to patreon.com slash utahoutcasted, and I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't ask you to do that. This show would absolutely not exist without our supporters, so let me go ahead and start thanking every single one of them like I do every episode, because you guys make this whole fucking show possible. We have Amber Mulvaney, Bicycle Legs, Brooke Moffat, Cindy Spear, Colby Rasmussen, Cupcake Chaos, James Russell, Jessica Marshall, Madeline Welsh, Randall Gass, Robert X, The Godless Revolution, Tina Coley, Andre Skabinski, Ben Roberts, CPT Miller 132. Oh, and Freethinker changed theirs. Uh, Freethinker 215, Krusty the Clown. Let me try that again. Freethinker 215, Krusty the Clown, and Mr. Black. Support Camp Quest. Gary Gerfin. Kevin Bodden, Kimberly Kellogg, Kyle Johnson, Lawrence Quinn, Lada Nilsson, Michael Walker, Mooney Feathers, Satan's Little Monkey, Susan Schindler Lurito, A Light in the Dark, Aaron Painter, Angela Dick, Anwin Davies, Ardwin, Becky Fairley, Cecilia Antonio, Dave Lindop, Evans Murphy, Gary Smith, Ian Bond, Karen Sheets, Keith Kingsbury, Lisa Riddle, Malleus Varmentum, Michael Smuda, Mike Yoakum, Nancy White, Ord Toothman, Patrick, Patrick Neary, Ray Kerfond, Rosabelle Howden, 
Some random. Terry Tryon, Tinfoil Hat Society, Tracy Harden, Ugly German Truths, Angelica Pearson. We missed you this episode. Wish you would have stick around. Uh, David Hicks, Jeff Linville, Jacob Ream, Joshua Abity, Michael Lundgren, Michael Thompson, Sash, Stephen Andrus, Tim Smith, Will Nash, Andrew Medina, Bob Koenig, Big Sky 1889, EJ Allen, Grand Priapism, Haley Wozniak, James Kenyon, Joseph, Matthew James, Michael Lord, Robert Levine, and Jazza G. And I've gotten progressively louder as I'm looking at the waveform here. Thank you all so much for your support. We re really, 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 really do appreciate it. But before we can wrap this up, I need to remind everybody that if you can't afford to share your love for the show via money, there are so many other ways you could do so. Subscribe to the show here. Find us on YouTube. Sub subscribe. Leave us emails, comments, questions, concerns, all of that shit. Available 347-669-3377. Mailbag at utahoutcast.com. We need to hear from you. Anyway, but with that, it's time to bring episode number 260 to a close. And remember, everyone, you're welcome. It's time once again for comments from trolls, and uh, it, this is episode number seventy-one. We had fun with the seventieth last week, Kyle, because the, the a lot of guys that like Ray Comfort think that because you're wearing makeup, that makes you somehow less manly. I mean, they call this three women, and I was like, wait, okay, all right, whatever. That's some kind of an insult, right? Exactly. Oh God, calling me a woman. Hmm. Got it. <laughs> Uh, this first comment comes from a person by the initials M.P. And this was uh, the Lieutenant Colonel uh, Robert McGinnis that was on the Jim Baker show. Um, uh -huh. oh. He was talking socialism. You missed the you missed a lot of fun on that one. It, this person says three fat socialist cows talking about how socialism works. Ha! Uh, I'm I'm not I'm not a socialist. Uh, I'm a democratic socialist, but I'm not a. I'm, wait wait a minute. Who should be talking about socialism then? If it's not socialist people, <laughs> wait. A, would it be better if an anarchist cow was talking to you about how socialism worked? Would you still laugh then? I mean, the fuck are you on, MP? <laughs> yeah, no, that that one doesn't. Okay, fine. Okay, socialism leads to mile-long breadlines. Well, you know the good part about the mile-long breadline is you won't be a fat cow for long. I mean, at least. Everybody gets to eat. <laughs> you may have to wait, yeah. but you get your food. Uh, let's see. And he finishes it off, and I'm going to say he because most of these mean comments are from he's. Uh, you are asshole idiots. All right, whatever. I don't, I don't fucking care. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
probably not wrong. Right. Okay. Uh, let's see. The next one came from a person by the name of Fried IT. Uh, this was on a Jesse Lee Peterson video that we did a long fucking time ago. It says, these are the real white devils, LOL. I agree. <laughs> that is hilarious. Yeah, I am a, I am a white devil. What you gonna do about it? I can't change the color of my skin. And I'm a Satanist, so I mean, hail Satan? Uh. <laughs> I just laugh that there's still people that come to that Jesse Lee Peterson video and I know how old is that one? <laughs> like over two years old <laughs> like it's before I even started putting like things on the thumbnail so it was just an image of like Jesse Lee Peterson pointing and it's just like god that's old <laughs> and this uh this next one came from a person by the name of uh Jay Babcock okay and uh this is in response to Ken Ham getting mad at the atheists, you know, having an effect on him. So uh, mm -hmm. he says the following, and this is uh, this is thank you for giving me this on the day before the show was coming on because I needed a big one like this. And yes, so being an atheist myself, I think it's not your place to condemn people for being Christian. The atheist says while condemning other atheists for doing something. Right. But Fuck you, hypocrite. <laughs> Given that, I also don't think we were condemning people for just being Christian. Might have said something along the lines of like, "How stupid can you be to still be that way?" But I, I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, it's proper to point out the fallacy of its teachings and argue with the ideas of a six thousand year old Earth, or that mankind lived with the dinosaurs. No, uh, yeah, that, that's the point. I'm not going to argue that with them because it's fucking no. apparent. What's <laughs> We're just we just ridicule ridicule it. you. Oh, you believe that dinosaurs existed with humans at the same time? Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna move on because you're not worth having a conversation with. Because right, right, <laughs> it is it is only worthy of ridicule. Yep. But if someone wants to be a Christian, it's their right. And if they want to waste their dollars on a boondoggle like Ken Ham, that is their business. Except it's not the individual spending money on the ark that I have a problem with. It's the county. It's the state. It's the fucking sales tax that are that's not being brought in. It's the fact that the guy has obfuscated numbers so many times that no one can actually follow or believe anything that he's going to say. He's now blaming the city of Williamstown, Kentucky, for uh, not having enough people coming to visit all the local stuff there because they're further in than the Ark Encounter is because the Ark's right off the freeway. It's their fault that his attraction there isn't bringing more people to his their town because they're they're further down the road. Fucking right. asshole, man. <laughs> to protest outside, it is not only a waste of time but hypocritical to protest outside of the the ark. No, no, it's not I'm hypocritical not. In, in the slightest. Um, I don't I don't think this guy knows how to words. Uh, you are not going to convert anyone by being obnoxious, but you will piss them off. That's the point there, Jay. Is that I want people to think hard about what, what they're getting mad about. Their people are getting worked up because we're making fun of Ken Ham. They got a lot of fucking soul searching to do. Obviously, Jay, you have some shit that you need to work on because you think it's going to be somehow productive to leave me a comment like this. And that's going to somehow change my mind of the guy with the platform, right? Right, right. <laughs> we're, all, we're not trying to convert no, or de no. buddy. That's that's not our that's not our goal. 
Oh wait, he, he does realize here. You, uh, but you piss them off, which I assume is your goal anyway. Ah, guilty. Okay, cool. Uh, I feel the Church of Satan is not a waste of time. Is not only a waste of time, but appeals to self-centered idiots who love being the center of attention by talking about it wherever they go. Sure, the, sure. No, I'll agree with you there. Yeah, I'm not a fan of COS. I'm not a Church of Satan adherent. I'm a member of the Satanic Temple. It's it's a completely different group. Totally different thing. And yes, self-centerism is the thing because guess what? I exist and I'm piloting this meat meat covered skeleton throughout this fucking universe. You know? <laughs> yeah. I I can prove that I exist to myself. I can't prove it to anybody else, and I'm gonna fucking have a good time while I'm here. So yes, hedonism is a thing that we very much appreciate here. <sighs> I am not going to protest the Church of Satan. Well, you'd look like a tool anyway. Uh, that is the choice that the individual has to make to join a cult or religious group. What exactly are you fighting anyway? Tax money being spent on a church, a church attraction that's going to be getting like tax free status and has people that work there that have to sign statements of faith, which are against uh, equal opportunity employment. There's a lot of reasons to fucking hate the Ark. The fact that Ken Ham said he was going to get 2 million visitors in the first year. That that didn't happen. I mean, that he's, he's not pay, he didn't want to pay the safety fees, so he slid the fucking park over to the church for like a grand total of $10 and then slid it back because public opinion was starting to rain on him. There's a lot of reasons I don't like this guy. Right, right. And you know, not only not only that, but they are they're they're masquerading as a, a educational. That too. Yep. Uh, let's see. The right is of someone to join a church or of their choice. No, most people don't choose their religion. Most people don't. No, be, most people don't. They're brought up in it. That's that's how that usually works. That that is more dangerous than Mike Pence believing in the Christian religion. You just called me more dangerous than Mike Pence. Really? <laughs> You're not an atheist, Jay. You're not. You're, you're not. You're one of those Kirk Cameron, I was an atheist kind of people. <laughs> uh, what is there to fight? You can argue with people or debate them on the facts. Oh, yeah, because debate really works for changing people's minds, doesn't it? The fact that there was no global flood. I shouldn't have to debate somebody about that. The, the information is there for everybody to see. Mm -hmm. uh, the fact that man and dinosaurs did not walk the earth at the same time or that evolution has a lot of evidence even though it is a, it not complete what are you talking about we have evolutionary shit from like the beginnings to here well, are you talking about like single cell organisms because they don't exactly make very good fossils I mean I don't know what you mean by not complete hmm. uh, pretty, pretty, pretty sure it complete uh, now that we know what the genome is and we can sequence it and we can go okay all animals have this one you know all things have this one this is the one for like synth for making uh sunlight into food you know this is the stuff that allows photosynthesis yeah there's enough evidence that we can call it, we can call it complete. right uh let's see whereas very little to none or probably none that the bible is anything more than a group of men's ideas on how it all started that's precisely what it is. It was a bunch of fairy tales and verbal histories written down, passed down from generation to generation, that people take it like it's a literal 
fucking book. Like, this is history written down in a book. But try to destroy them because uh, you don't like them. I've never tried to destroy anybody. You have become exactly what you accuse them of being. Yeah, no, not exactly. <laughs> so, Jay, good job, buddy. That's a, a lot of prattle from somebody that doesn't understand what the fuck this show is. <laughs> what you're talking about. And the last one by the guy named uh, Sakusumi. Uh, mm -hmm. This is in response to the David Silverman rape allegations that we talked about, where yeah. uh, sounds like you want him dead. Well, I mean, I don't want anybody to die, really, but I'm just his yeah, career I'm is pretty fucking dead at this point. I mean, I'm wondering what exactly it was you heard that. But I think Game maybe that. we told them to go the fuck away, you know, fuck off forever, that kind of thing. I mean, that that doesn't mean I want you to die. That just means I don't want to fucking see you again. The fact right. that I I paid you money. I shook your hand a couple of times when I met you here in Salt Lake City. I had you sign some stuff. I, I don't want any of that shit anymore, and I don't want the memories anymore. So fuck you, Dave Silverman. <laughs> yeah, no, what you might have been picking up, uh, picking up there uh, on is that... Uh, that was somebody that we had at one point in time uh, had a lot of respect for. Yep. Uh, some of us had uh, professional relationships with. Yep. Only <laughs> to find out that he was just as bad as the people that he espoused to hate, you know? No, yeah. So what you were probably picking up on there was uh, kind of mad at it still fucking mad at him i mean i don't care i don't care one fucking lick for him anymore i mean nick fish is doing a better job anyway me 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 but also you the pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film powder donut <clears throat> okay what's my line uh the only line i see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from progressive oh man that's a tongue twister huh I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The Name Your Price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous Walrus, the Bulbous Walrus. The name your price tool, only from Progressive. The owl and afoul of the comatose Coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates, price and coverage match limited by state law.